Warning, this is a spoiler-based podcast. If you have not seen 1984's Night of the Comet, do me a solid favor. Pause this, go check it out. It's currently streaming on Amazon Prime. And uh, come back and join us. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Colt45Podcast. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to us on YouTube. You can find us on any podcasting app that's out there. That's uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Satchel. You name it, we are out there. Today, Colt45 is powered by... Going to the mall, everyone! <laughs> and as always, we are powered by you, the listeners, the fans. I want to give a shout out to our newest Patreon, Brandon Rohrbacher. Thank you so much, sir. Without people like you... And our other Patreons, we could not do this without you. God bless you guys. This is Aubrey from the So Wizard Podcast, and you're listening to the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. You are now listening to Call 45, the only cult movie podcast that puts it on your chest. So sit back, relax, pour up, and turn up. Yeah! Welcome everybody to a what the f- fuck is going on edition of Code 45 i'm your host beating down today i'm joined by as always random randy savage yeah buddy so guys it's kind of a weird uh dead space area here where nothing is happening to coincide with anything so i took it upon myself to hijack this entire show and just pick a movie that's actually a cult movie from the 80s oh that makes sense okay yeah I don't know why we were like, why are we on this one? It has no no tie to anything at all. I'm just like, nope, eh, nope, okay. no tie to anything. And I was just like, let's just fucking do it, right? What, what could it hurt? What could it fucking hurt? Right. So I what picked, could be the problem? <laughs> so I remember Night of the Comet being on my list of like, you know, hardcore 80s movies to do uh, for the longest, honestly. For like, I mean, even like the early days with like no equipment and just like a shitty camcorder, I thought about doing Night of the Comet. And I really thought this movie was going to be more than what the fuck it was. Because I'm, I'm, I'm sure you haven't seen this either, right? I've never even heard of this movie. But <laughs> oh, yes, no. I've never seen this movie. <laughs> well, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to regain some of our street cred. Because I know, I know hardcore uh, cult movie fans are like, y'all don't, y'all don't know shit. Yeah, cult, whatever. Like, more another episode of Battlefield Earth that everyone's already done. Come on, guy. Do hey. something fucking really cult. Thankfully, we don't have anybody like that. <laughs> Seriously, we get most, we, of our, most of our listeners are really cool, so I'm just saying. Yeah, <laughs> we we get a couple of like you know y'all could have dug deeper than that. And I'm like, well, yeah, we can, but at the same time, it's uh, I'm we really concerned got a about couple numbers. cinephiles and just like, oh my god, did you see that cut of the 1983's Japanese release of the only teacher horamaka? Like, Jesus. No. No, I didn't. <laughs> we still, I mean, every every blue moon, we 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 hit y'all with a with a lesser known one, and uh, that impression is the most grating noise I've ever heard in my entire life. Never do it again. <laughs> it was horrible. What? That's that is the noise I hear whenever I hear someone Jesus. complain on Twitter or Facebook. That's the that is the noise. You're that no is longer... the noise of the fanboy. You need to just block Twitter. Is... In. <laughs> you need to get off of Twitter, bro, because I'll have a fucking aneurysm if that was you. Jesus Christ. Oh. So. I, I want to feel their rage. <laughs> right. I didn't. I, I didn't do a lot of research on this one. Um, mainly because uh, we had a tropical depression today, and I was stranded and trying to survive. <laughs> and uh, you know, much like how I thought I can just drive on the path, I had to careen off the side of the road. And it, it kind of mirrors this movie as far as like the way it goes. So let's talk about this movie, and let's figure out how the fuck we got to the end of this movie, shan't we? Oh, yes. Let's start with that. Yeah. So, All right. So right out of the gate, guys, uh, we got a legendary comet that's on the way. Okay. Fuck Haley's Comet. We ain't talking about 78 years or like a normal human lifetime. We're talking a fucking millennia. The level of of comet that's coming by has been like since the dinosaurs were around. We're talking amazing. Eons. Yeah. Epochs. <laughs> We're talking like ridiculous amounts. It of was time. like, and the narration that goes with it is very. I was like, who is this voice? But because it's not very good, it's like, in in the year sixty five million, there was a comet that passed through Earth. And like, it was it was Gary Busey. That's what it, it was like. <laughs> Gary Busey, comet. right? Just Gary like, Busey narration. Just on That's a what it bender. Was. Uh, yeah. yeah. So 
Okay, we, we know I the, can imbibe the essence of all things. <laughs> it's so weird though, because like it was it was a real weird vibe. It's out in space and all this other shit, and then we cut to the immediate like. 80s opening of all movies at this period of time or like any 80s opening of like a comedy special is about to happen yeah it's just like it's upbeat 80s music and like people time for a montage yeah people montage. in the street people in the street and it's I, it's funny because i had shades of uh independence day when people were on the rooftop just, i did too or i was like okay so this is also the beginning of like chopping mall too because you get right. the same kind of like Oh, everyone's in the mall and we're doing stuff, and it's the 1980s. <laughs> Americana. Yeah. So it's all happening, man. Hamburgers. <laughs> right? It, dude, I, I swear to God. <laughs> I always think about hamburgers in the USA you know, <laughs> every fucking time. God damn you, Eric. Um, but yeah, man. So, like, fuck this one guy. Because they're at a movie theater, and this dude is trying to sell, uh, like, bullshit like dollar store uh merchandise about the comet right at a movie theater so he so you already know the price is astronomically high and i don't know that makes sense because if one has ever worked in a movie theater you know when they make their popcorn for like 50 cents a bag and we're talking like costco level family size bag yeah. and they charge 17 dollars a bucket for it it's, it's and those bags amazing. can make at least 10 buckets yes so as he's as this dude's overcharging this guy, I just put him on those. Fuck this guy. He was really annoying me because he's like, "Now nah, if you want to get this other one, that's gonna cost you extra." It's like, man, fuck you, fuck you, man. Take these things I super glued together. It's definitely fourteen ninety nine. I was like, all right, ignore this Michael's receipt. <laughs> just fucking just carry on. No, no, the hot glue gun means it was made in America. Nice. <laughs> so shout out to uh, brunette hottie Regina. Given the business to a Tempest arcade cabinet. She's playing her ass off. She's in the zone. And uh, she immediately won, won my heart. Like, I was happy this was the main character. Yeah. Right, right out of the gate. I was like, oh, I like her. And she's a little... My she brain got, immediately thought she's going to stop the comet with her magical video game skills. You would think... <laughs> in you would, the 80s, right? That's what happens? Right, right. Yeah, nice little... You know, you know what's funny? She was in the last Starfighter. Ah, see, son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, she was in the last Starfighter, and and you know that movie had purpose and a point. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna figure out what the point is of this movie at the end. We'll, we'll try to figure this out. All right. She's upset because you know she owns this fucking machine. This is back in the day where there's no Xbox Live, no uh, streaming content, no Twitch. You know what I mean? Like you out here in your neighborhood. You were the hardest in your neighborhood, point blank period. This bitch has her entire fucking um, high score with her name, R-E-G. She ain't playing no games. But then she sees DMK in sixth place, and that bothers her. She has, like, a legit problem. But she's, like, she's in first, second, third, fifth, fourth, seventh, eighth, ninth, and, like, all the other places except for six. And I'm just, like, why it's do you very care? clear you own this game, so why are you why are you bitching? <laughs> Yeah, she 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 has to she has to f- figure it out. But like, she has to go to work. They're like, hey man, get your ass to work and uh, quit yeah. fucking around. But like, don't mess with that boy in there. And he knows, like, the dude knows that her boyfriend that's working the projector is smashing in the projector. Yeah. But he's like, I'm gonna fire him one day because <laughs> I guess the job market was a lot stronger in the '80s. I don't know what the fuck was going on, dude. <laughs> no, because it, like back in the '80s, to be a projectionist, you actually had to have skill to do it. You actually had to know how to manipulate film and focus cameras and stuff like that. But now they use digital copies, and literally the projectors could be put together by anyone who knows how to work an Xbox. You know what's funny? Um, the old school way of getting a bootleg copy is like shown right here and now, folks. So not only enter our boy Larry, not only is he uh, using a landline. <laughs> Yes, children. Back in the day, before radio waves and digital downloads, we actually had physical lines that ran through the earth to right. communicate with each other. Right. And they were attached to buildings. So you had to be in that building to make the calls. It's insane. I know. Kind of madness. <laughs> How would they know where you are at all times? And- and then if you had to trace a call, someone literally had to run from one location Yo, that, to the other. What, what movie was that? That was Oh, it was uh, Black, Black Christmas, Christmas, right? Yeah, it was hilarious. 
If the remake doesn't have that, but by the way, I'm not excited about the remake for Black Christmas. I am. I think it's going to be awesome. It's going to be sorority girls versus um, guys. frat boys serial killers. Yeah, it's it's gonna it's. I mean, at least they're gonna take and a it's different. It's gonna suck. It's gonna <laughs> suck, but we have to watch it. We have to watch it, Randy. Maybe there's a, is there a Black Christmas too? We could just mash together. Like... I think so. I think so. Or maybe we'll just take the break and just run it, run it again. <laughs> <laughs> I've been like, I, I have been tempted to push the uh the Cloverfield Paradox episode that we did for uh, 8-bit geek. I've been tempted. Mm. <laughs> I've been tempted to just roll it back out like here guys. But nobody cares. Yeah, nobody done. cares about Cloverfield Paradox. Anyway. Uh but yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically he's tr- like the way he's bootlegging guys, check this out. Is he fucking <laughs> calls a guy and tells him to come through and get it. And he's going to stay at the theater overnight so he can return it in the morning. This is how it was done, folks. Like, And only God knows what he did with, uh, with with that footage, the guy that took it. He probably played it on a projector, videotaped it on a camcorder, and then double taped that videotape. Only God knows. It's 1984, yeah. guys. It, these were hard times. 84. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That's how you do it. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I know. I I, 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 try to, I try to break it down accurately. But like, we cut all the way because you know, like everyone's having a party. Like, uh, uh, Regina's plan is to stay with Larry inside uh, the projector thing and just smash the night away as they wait for the thing to come back, uh, the film to come back. So we cut to her sister Samantha, blonde little teen. I, I say that with the, the hugest of dick fingers. This chick is twenty six years old grown-ass little girl but anyway she's supposed to be a little girl and she's uh yeah. talking to her uh cougar milf mom uh who clearly is her stepmom could have referring to her as doris ain't no mommies here just like straight up disdain for doris yeah the and, parental unit is around right and like uh you know regina's trying to like have samantha like cover for her saying that she's doing a school thing to go see the comet rather than getting her guts mashed in in a movie theater right yeah, and it's not going very well. Doris is like, "Bring your ass! I don't hear shit. You need to come here at this fucking party." So Samantha gives a little pushback, right? Mm-hmm. Makes comments about her being a, a kind of a salacious whore, if you will, getting finger banged by by the neighbor across the street, right? Chuck Gross. was his name. Yeah. Was named Chuck. Chuck, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Chuck is that kind of guy. <laughs> Chuck is our guy. He's like, what? I clean pools and I plow women. You know, their dad is like Green Beret Marine out there like fighting America's war, getting it in. And like, mm-hmm. meanwhile, Doris is getting it in on the side. So it's terrible. So it's a lot of beef. And Samantha smarts off to Doris. Doris, who is a graduate of Black Parent uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. of Black Parent University, slaps the taste out of her mouth for talking, you know, not only cussing, but calling her an asshole. Right? right? Slaps the taste out of her mouth. Now, Samantha being a graduate of uh, White Child University <laughs> returns the slap. And I was, dude, I was taken aback. I'd never seen this in my life. I've never seen the slap slap uh, retaliation from a, 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 a mother and daughter. This was insane to me. What happened? I don't know. This, this is definitely where it turns from like any kind of like semblance of like drama. We're definitely in a comedy now because I was like, Two slaps, you're in a comedy, and then like the next, if the next thing is a slap, we're definitely in a slapstick comedy. Oh, this... no! The next thing is a punch. It's a straight up right hook from Doris, <laughs> and it knocks back Hawkeye's daughter, like <laughs> on the ground. Doris got her master's degree <laughs> at Black Parent <laughs> University, so she, I mean, she leans in and gives it to this bitch. And not only does Doris, I mean, um, Samantha fly back ten feet, she rolled backwards. And fell by the TV, and the anchor on the television was fucking awkwardly like afraid to say anything. That's how hard she hit this bitch. God damn. The, the dude on TV was like, eventually. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the guy on the TV was like, so yeah. Uh. So I just witnessed an assault. Um, <laughs> wow. Holy shit. Uh, yeah. So comment, right, guys? He was nervous. He was nervous. That was that's probably the most spectacular scene I've ever seen Thanks in my for entire that life. Sports update, Ted. 
<laughs> I literally put that shit in all caps. I was so I was so shocked by that shit. So Doris goes outside, you know, because she she did what she's supposed to do as a parent, and she goes outside to meet up with Chuck, and they see the comet, and the comet has like amazing like Technicolor rays happening. So I was like, oh okay, you know, in my mind I'm like, all right, so this is where the zombies happen, right? Is what I'm thinking. I didn't like so in my mind I was like. It's either going to, because I was expecting like to stop a comet. You know, Deep Impact has an asteroid coming at it, and Armageddon. <laughs> I'm all about stopping the thing in its tracks. Mm. No, we're here. The comet's coming. I'm just like, is there not going to be a way to stop this thing? Or like, it hits, and now we have to survive the impact. Uh, what's happening? Maybe like this is a Deep Impact beta. I'm like, no, this shit just goes Technicolor. I'm like, and then everyone gets. Thanos snapped. We cut back to the to, to the makeout session between uh, Larry and Regina, and like Regina makes this weird comment, like "I'm worried if somebody will see us," and you know, because we're building here. Larry's like, "No one can see us, not even Superman. We're, we're encased in steel." And I appreciate her correcting him, like, "No, he can't see through lead." And I'm like, "Regina, you're even yeah, nerd." I yeah, like, no, calls him the a fact nerd. That you know that makes you a geek, so but makes fuck? her even hotter. So this is it's not cool to know these things back then. Yeah, it's true. She is a fucking unicorn. She is a, a great white shark right now. This is like unheard of in 1984. As far as I know. I don't like uh, this is definitely they are anomalies to say the least. This is, does yeah. not happen. <laughs> More ways than one. So, yeah, like you said, everyone gets Thanos snapped. I I was getting a uh, sell from Dragon Ball Z vibe because it's just clothes on the fucking floor. Just clothes everywhere. Like, just dust. And, like, there's the skies are red. And then I realized, oh, that's the wind kicking up people. Oh, see, I thought it was a crisis on Infinite Earths thing. I was like, okay. So like, <laughs> because they made, a, they made a Superman reference. And I'm like, okay, so this is the crisis. This is what happens. Yeah, every, everyone's fucked. Everyone is fucked. And, no, you know, uh, Regina and Larry, Larry have no clue, right? No, because, you know, when you when the rapture happen, happens, it's not going to be like a big thing. Everyone's just going to go up in the sky, those who are chosen by God. <coughs> God. The rest of them are going to stay down here and fight the devil and whatnot, or whatever's left over, or the undead that rise from the earth. Nice. So, I love how Larry realized something is wrong only because the movie didn't return on time. That's how he knows something ain't right. He tells, hey, asshole should have been here at 6 a.m. Right. I'm like, fuck you, bitch. It's exactly. Saturday. <laughs> exactly. You fucking hang around, bro. Uh, So he tries to go outside, and he hears some moaning at the door. And he's like, already mad. Like, yeah, you son of a bitch. I'm glad you're back. Opens the door. It is just this large black dude who mm-hmm. looks like a zombie, but he's wielding a weapon. And he beats Larry in the skull like a fucking pinata with a fucking full-on wrench. I was like, oh, that's weird. Zombies don't use tools. Right. And he drags them away and closes the door back. I'm like, what? It made no sense. I was like, oh, great. Sentient zombies. Like, right. Undead, you know, fucking smart zombies. Those are the <clears throat> worst. Right. And you think, okay, this is going to be that movie. Cool. That's what I thought. Because I, I, I seen the scene of the of the of of this dude, this black zombie guy. Yeah. I seen pictures and shit. I was like, oh, right, 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 right. This is a zombie movie. Excellent. <sighs> you know you know what this movie is it's I Am Legend with teenagers ugh <laughs> ugh so Reggie goes <laughs> back to the fucking arcade to get her number 6 spot and she does right and she's super excited but uh for some reason she goes outside to check something for something and she sees all the clothes on the ground covered in dust and she doesn't think twice about it and just yeah. Weirded out by the sky, but then she get locked locked out of the fucking uh, theater. So when she tries to go around back, mm-hmm. uh, she notices that her boyfriend's motorcycle is still there, and she picks up. First of all, what? Like uh, maybe because it's eighty four, you just pick up shit off the ground in the alley. Yeah, that. I mean, that's how Streets of Rage starts. You just pick up things <laughs> that are off the ground. <laughs> Apples and roasted chickens. <laughs> but if I if I see anything. That appeared to be a murder weapon. I ain't touching it because I'm gonna go to jail. 
well, I'm, maybe it's a white privilege thing because I, I feel like that happens a lot. They're like, right. how'd, how'd your fingerprints end up on the knife? I have no idea. I just pulled the knife out of that woman's chest and laid it on the ground next to her. Like, <laughs> that's what I did. Because I didn't want y'all to lose it. Oh, that sounds right, <laughs> Bethica. Good job, yeah. Bethica. Appreciate it. So, oh, what that sounds American of you. Thank you. <laughs> Anybody else? Yeah, so after she touches a fucking murder weapon, the zombie guy just comes out of the fucking trash holding a hunk of, like, I'm assuming Larry's ass. <laughs> I thought it was his leg. Like, he literally uh, had, a, like, his leg. It's a very nondescript hunk of meat in his hand, honestly. Yeah. Because it, it just, it, you know, it, whatever it is, it's like a brisket. Whatever part of the human body that could be like a brisket, he's holding it, right? I'm sure it's delicious, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. So he's looking at her. She's scared, obviously, and he's like, <laughs> he just says, come here. I was like, oh, you can talk? Yeah. I was like, okay. Oh, good. One of those zombies. <laughs> all right. So we're just, all right, this is going to be an interesting zombie battle. And, like, this is what's funny. So he's, you know, she's scared. We have we have a, not only she's cornered by a black dude in the in alley, it's, it's a zombified black dude. So she's, like, doubly scared. Mm-hmm. Now, I was thrown off by this because she made a comment like, hey, I tr- I've been training some shit. I don't want to hurt you. And I'm laughing like, yeah, right. You know what I mean? Thinking she's yeah, trying to talk. I was like. I was like, oh, she's trying to, like, psych out the zombie. Like, I don't want to hurt you with my kung fu skills that I saw Bruce Lee once. And I was like, here comes a man to suck. Man, this bitch reared back and hit this motherfucker in the nose bone with the palm of her fucking hand and, like, stunned the shit out. I was like, oh, she knows shit. Yep. Literally whoops his ass. Like, he tries to, like, because she tries to run to the bike. He runs from behind her, and she, like, elbows him and judo flips him over her fucking shoulder. I was like, holy shit. And like a badass, she gets on a fucking motorcycle and rides off into town. It's like, wow, it's over. Like We never see that guy again. He never, re- I, I swore on everything he was going to rear his head back or do something. Yeah, I thought he was going to be like the, the central villain. Like, bitch, clown me. I'll get her. Yeah, I'll get this bitch. I'm going to get my other homies and speak jive and clock bitches. <laughs> this bitch, this, I'm going to get all my zombie homies. Zombie yeah. homies. Symbol. <laughs> oh yeah, attacking the street pimps. That's what I'm thinking about. That's what I'm thinking about right now. <laughs> I would have loved it. I would have loved if it turned into that. That's what I was hoping. I was really hoping. I was hoping for like a real attack of the street pimps kind of vibe. I was hoping for that. But let us continue, shan't we? Yeah. So she rides around as yeah. we as we establish. Everyone's fucked. Everybody, because everybody wanted to see this once in a lifetime comment. You know, mm-hmm. so it's a lot of just dusted and clothes and all kinds of shit. So immediately she has to go home to see what the fuck is going on, right? Right. And what happens? She goes home and it's literally empty. There's no one around, and she walks into what I, you know, like her room, her mom's room, and she's in her sister's room, and then like you hear this creak, and it's like, oh shit, here's another zombie, and it's her sister's like pop up, hey, it's me, like what the fuck? Right. How are you still alive? a-okay chipper completely oblivious that shit has gone down because she's uh making cereal and shit she's dressed to go to fucking uh cheer practice or some shit and she's like nobody's picking up is weird and like <laughs> regina's trying to like lay it lay it out for samantha that shit's fucked and she's like nah doris is probably getting like dick down across the street or some shit like can you believe it and she's like, no, dude, like, how how are you alive? And she's like, what? Like, I just slept in a, the shed. It was kind of weird. I ran away and slept in the shed because I was embarrassed. Even though that shed better be in her own backyard because that comment came immediately after she got knocked the fuck out. Yep. So oh, none of that weird. makes sense, but whatever. Uh, But yeah. And I like how she was in complete denial. She wouldn't accept anything Regina was saying. But Regina hit home. When she was like, where are the goddamn kids? It's 1984, remember, folks? It's Saturday yeah, morning. Kids, kids played out. So yeah, we're Saturday morning. Where are all the kids? Tell me where the kids are. Now, 2019, I'd be like, they're in their house, bitch. But... You see all this smog? They're definitely inside. There's no way they'd be outside in 2019. They'd be inside with their switches and yeah, video yeah. games and whatnot. Yeah, so she's trying, she's trying to deny this whole thing. And it's like, nah, man, like everyone's dead like this is real but then the radio is playing and the dj pops on and he mentions that it's friday so they know something's afoot so they go straight to the radio station because that's what you do 
Mm-hmm. So, I guess trying to get some answers, trying to see if anybody knows anything, because the TV's not on, nothing else is working, right? And they find out that it's an automated system once they get inside. And I, honestly, super cool looking uh, radio DJ plays. Yeah, it seems overly cool for like, it doesn't make any sense to have this whole setup for just an, a robotic system. Well, he was off that day because he because he made a comment like uh, uh, in the early part of the movies, like, I mean, I should just be out there and just use this automated system and be out there. But why would I do that? I'm gonna be here there. I'm gonna be here for y'all for the people. So he basically uh, went out. He yeah, ba- he lied. He just right. turned the system on. Exactly, and he died. He might have been safe if he stayed his ass in the fucking place, but he's mm-hmm. dead now. So as they find out it's an automated system, we realize that there is a brown person. Lurking in the shadows, looking very suspicious. I thought it was the radio guy. I was like, oh, the radio guy's here. Yeah, and he's like, he ain't getting snuck up on. I was like, cool. Yeah. But no, we have our boy Hector, who comes out with the world's smallest gun. I thought he was pointing at them. I didn't realize he was holding the gun. I had to squint. I thought he was pointing at the girls like, y'all sit down. But okay, real quick. Yo. You have a gun for self-defense. Fine. Right? Not creepy mm-hmm. at all. But why do you have murder gloves? He's a truck driver. It's for his hands. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Truck driving hands. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a little bit more to Hector than we know, but they just moved on. But He had to get from San Diego to No Town, USA somehow. Right. Well, he's like, you know, kind of scared of them because he's, he's seen the zombies before. So he's like asking them to show them, show them the, uh, their eyes and shit, right? And like, we're, it's, I don't understand the tone of this movie. Mm-hmm. I really don't. Like I said, it's I Am Legend, so, but it's supposed to be, a, it says comedy on there, too, so I'm like, Oh, it okay, does? So, well, yeah, on the thing, it says comedy, horror. Uh, okay, all right. All and right. I was like, okay, you, you didn't, it's not a good blend, because sometimes it's, like, funny, but then sometimes it's, I think you meant to be scary, and you missed the mark. I don't know. It's, it's a lot, it, This thing did a lot of things that are weird. So, Hector's like, hey, my bad, y'all, I'm really spooked, uh, let me explain what happened. So he, he basically tells them the story of Resident Evil where like he, you know, he's, I love, I love, he, he, he snuck it in real smooth. I was in the truck with my Garo that mm-hmm. I picked up. So he was fucking her and he yeah. survived because he was fucking her in the back of the steel truck, like steel truck box. That's what saved his life. But she freaked out when she saw one of the zombos and she ran for her life like an idiot from the guy that had a gun to help her. And she got and destroyed. Steel truck. Right. <laughs> So she got murdered, and he's the only survivor. And then that's when it dawned on Regina that uh, the hobo zombie was holding a piece of uh, Larry's ass. And she gets oh. really upset. Real quick, though, um, you know, because she has an attitude with uh, Hector, because Hector's trying to console her. And she hits him with the, uh, she broke his name down, like Hector. That was weird. Like, like Hector is such a foreign name that she had to make fun it- of it. It is apparently in whatever wasp community they're in, they don't have a lot of. You saw they had the one black guy, the one black zombie, and then Hector. Everyone else, what? not. True, true. So Sam, while all this conversation is happening, Sam is dicking around, being a kid, even though she's twenty-seven. Uh, you know, out there just broadcasting on the fucking radio station because they're not like the last people on Earth, as far as she knows. You know, right? She's having a good fucking time. And she gets a fucking phone call because she puts the, uh, you know, she gives out the number to the headline and she gets a phone call and it's from a unknown uh, group of people. Because like when they were showing like the little montage in the narration, they're showing that some people knew that this comet was going to be a fucking problem and they were going into a bunker. Yeah. And cue the Illuminati, a.k.a. the think tank. They're called the think tank. See, I thought these were like the opposite of the Hellbop guys. Instead of staying outside and waiting for the comet, these were like, no. When Zortop comes and destroys the whole planet, we are the survivors of the religion of reasonable minds will survive in the bunker we've built. So that way, when the beast that created the universe devours the whole world, we will be his chosen people who will emerge and go with him. Hmm, so you made another better movie <laughs> by accident yet again. You always no, do that, that. That was the same. That's the same. That's a like a slide, side story in Parks and Rec episode. Us, oh, I'm mad. I missed that. Not mad. I didn't get the joke. I'm sorry. It's hilarious. But it's still better than what this is. Like a side story on a comedy sitcom did a better job than what they did right now. Anyway, 
So when they talk about the think tank, because we cut to the scientists, mm-hmm. right? Right. And the think tank is listening in, trying to figure out who they just called because they didn't turn off the fucking mic. So they're like doing yep. more exposition and the think tank's like learning and gathering information. And they're trying to figure out if they should go rescue them. Now, uh, Dr. White, who's a lady scientist. <laughs> what? That happens. No, I know. I'm just, uh, that's a shout out to nerdy bitches because uh, they t- it took offense to that. Lady scientist. She's a scientist. Th- who is a, a lady. bad lady scientist, though. She's the worst. But she doesn't want to save anybody, though. She doesn't want to go out and save anybody, but everyone else insists that they go save them. And I'm trying to figure out what's up with that. You know, what's the deal? So we get like, okay, this sequence, Randy, is when I was ready to just stop. So I'm already outraged. Okay, now that makes more sense to me. Okay. Yeah, because it's stupid. So we have Samantha outside driving in the middle of nowhere drunk Mm -hmm. and driving and she sees two cops pull up behind her and she's like what cops and she proceeds to pull over and i'm losing it i'm losing it like what are you doing what are you doing wearing a wedding dress too and i was like okay so she did the whole like dress montage steal a car end the world bullshit and like she's driving and then the two cops that left surviving the apocalypse show up and try to pull her over and i'm like that's yeah, Unlikely. yeah. You're a cop that survived apocalypse, and you're like, "Let's go to work. Let's go to work and let's do what we normally do: harass black people, harass so the, black people." So she pulls over, and yeah, guess what? It's zombie cops, and she's getting murdered by the zombie cops, and blood is pouring everywhere, and it's fucking crazy. And she wakes up because it was all a dream. It was all a nightmare. Don't worry, everybody. I know it was a weird non sequitur. It seemed out of place. Like, it didn't make any sense because it was a fucking dream sequence. Everybody relax. So she sees her sister sleep. And she's like, you know what? I'm musty. Let me go take a whole bath, right? Yep. So she goes to the sink, as one would do to take a whole bath. And she's taking off her clothes and stuff. And we're getting a little bit of little, little tantalized stuff. Now, I don't feel gross or guilty at all because she's not a teenager. This bitch is 28 years old. Yeah, it's fair. So it's, it's fair game. This is a grown ass woman. I saw a picture of her recently. I'm like, oh, you were hella old when you did that film. That's what I was thinking. Like, 84? That wasn't that long ago. And I'm just like, she looks like Skeletor now. Yeah, she looks not 78. Young. Yeah. She looks hella old. So, yeah. She fucking um, tries to take this whole bath and then she gets attacked. And it's the cop somehow. I'm like, what? It makes no sense. Then he stabs her. I was like, oh, shit. She's dead? And we get faked out. The bitch wakes up again. <laughs> I was like, yo. A dreaming in a dream. <coughs> Why the fuck did you Inception us, movie? What the fuck was that? What the fuck was that, Randy? Why? Because Why? this movie wanted to make a lot of things. And it's just like, we're doing a lot of things. That's unnecessary. It's like, you got, first of all, you got two cheap non sequitur kills but they're also disqualified because they're dream sequences like fuck you fuck you and we got you know gets closer to that tantalizingness of the whole you know horror movie it's like oh a semi-naked semi-naked woman yeah time to murder right Hector was having a conversation with uh, Regina, right? And he's like hey I gotta go back to San Diego to go find out about my mama cause I'm a good dude this this conversation is just, just showing you that I'm not a full creep. Even though I like to get my fuck on in the streets. It's 84. It's whatever back then, you know. Sometimes right. you just smash randomly. It's okay. So he's like, hey, I'm still I still care about my me, me familia. He did you know what's funny? He didn't play that card. That was totally yeah, he really could have been like straight up like I gotta go back and find my abuela and just like <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I, I gotta go see if my brothers are okay. <laughs> my hermanos my hermanos Orale, so <laughs> he fucking uh, he's, he, has, he has to leave and she's like yeah. well you gotta come back and in pure I'm trying to smash mode Hector replies well what are you gonna give me when I come back I'm like nigga really are you just Jesus yeah. subtlety you don't have it but she plays along what? And Sam ain't feeling this. Samantha's. Like, I'm sorry. You're 
I'm one of the last men on earth. This is the only place you're going to get dick now. Pretty this much. This year. Hey, you know, Hector. I burned all the other stores. You know the dude that played Hector is actually in uh, Star Trek Discovery? Next Gen? Not Next no, Gen. No, Discovery. Deep No, he was the one with um, oh. the what's-her-face beforehand. Uh, Not Discovery. Fucking um, Enterprise, right? I want to say it's Deep Space Nine. Whatever. It's the, the, the not. He's a Star Trek guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I kept in my notes. He kept being up as Captain Tehote, and I was like, Oh yeah, I know him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has a face tat because you know he just can't. He just can't. He just can't be Hispanic. <laughs> you got He said, "Whenever you're ethnic, you got to have a thing on your face." Why? <laughs> like why? <laughs> it's either a visor. Is that Star Trek, man? That's, a fucking. That's how it's been for since thirty years now. Only Aurora was like the only normal black person in space. Like everyone like But she still had that thing on her ear. Well she was hot as fuck though, man. Yeah, that's the other thing. And she was like, communications. She was a communications officer, so she had to have a little thing in her ear. Yeah, but it's like But but know. Jordy, fucking Jordy LaForge is like fucking visor because he's space Stevie Wonder. And, and the then, rock had the ridges on his on his forehead. No, nah, that was a like, fucking artichoke. He had an artichoke forehead, bro. It was artichoke. ridiculous. Anyway, sorry. We're back back to this dumb shit. So And Zoe Dalzana, she was like green, right? Wait, what? She was, no, she was just regular. No, she was Aurora. You're getting your oh, movies yeah. mixed up. Yeah, you're getting your franchises blurred together. I'm all like, ah. <laughs> She's in all a different Christians in this universe. Right. Um. Anyway, so, you know, during this conversation about family, you know, Regina gives a backstory about her family a little bit, you know, so they learn about each other. And as they get, like, forcibly close because storytelling, Sam is butthurt, right? She's in her fucking feelings because she wanted to smash even though she's a teen, but whatever. And, and, and Hector is not 30 somehow moving on. So we get, um, we don't find out how these ladies get weapons and it's not a dream sequence this time for real, for real. Cause they made, they made a comment about how easy it is to use Mac tens. Right. I thought their dad had like a, a cache of weapons somewhere near their house. I guess they got that's it. What they Cause they that's started, what she said she like, there was somewhere near there. Okay, well, they start wasting precious ammunition, giving away their position, shooting up a random car that they could have used. It's just a gross misuse of resources in this particular point in time. <laughs> but it's girls shooting guns, man. It's all that matters. America. That's all it is. Smoke them up, boys. Get it in. Soak it in. So they're uh, doing- Look at them jiggle as they shoot. Yeah. <sighs> Russia had that down, Pat. They, they knew. <laughs> look at breasts. Jump up and, and heave oh, up God and down. <laughs> Praising the glory of Mother Russia. <laughs> we have the finest hookers with <laughs> automatic weapons. The finest hookers that will pee on you for a little price. <laughs> you want uh. Orange Man special? You get Orange Man special. <laughs> all right, I'm done. Uh, so yeah, yeah. So while all that's happening, we get a nice callback to uh, Day of the Dead as Hector pulls into his family's house. He can't find his family at all. They're they're dusted. But a little white boy shows up and comes at him with the ferocity of of a fucking rabbit dog. And we get nothing but dodges and one liners from Hector, like it's a fucking game. No, oh, that was a close one. <laughs> Bitch, it's a kid. Cause like. I- I was okay with this. Like, I don't want to hurt a kid, but like, it's definitely like, I got to put some kind of like, you know, don't touch me kind of things. Nah, bro. So, so, okay. So if you got cornered by, by zombie Opie, what would you do? Would you do the same thing? Would you avoid all contact? No, it would be all headshots with anything blunt. Yeah. It would be, I would be braining this kid with anything. (laughs) I'd be body slamming his ass. I I, I would get extra because of the size. Just because I know how zombies are. And it's like, bam, headshot. It's different rules with these zombies. It's it's a different rule with these zombies though. Because it it doesn't spread like that. So I'm body slamming that kid. I guess. I'm I'm just, I feel like I, until we have more scientific evidence, standard zombie rules apply. So, and because, you know, standard zombie rules work for humans as well. If you were to brain someone and then stomp on their skull, they'd be down. <laughs> right. All right, so P game. All this bullshit's happened. The thing tank's freaking out because shit's getting kind of funky on their end, right? Because something's not right. right. One of the, um, the, the <laughs> Mrs. White or Dr. White, whatever, Dr. Uh, White. she's noticing that like memory loss is happening. So she knows that something's wrong, right? 
And we're finding out because they don't really lay out what their intentions are for getting survivors. And we we it's still a mystery because like we see precious children being brought in by helicopter. And Miss, uh, sorry, I keep saying Mrs. White. Uh, Doctor White is super upset about this. We have an inaudible argument over helicopter uh, blades. Yeah, and she's pissed. She's super pissed. We don't know what's going on, right? Oh yeah, well yeah. So basically, Samantha's finally getting depressed because she's realizing yeah, all of coming. her friends. Yeah, all of her friends are fucking dead. It's hitting her hard, and she's like going down like this, you know, spiraling, you know, pit of despair. And there's like no way that anyone could reach her at this point except her sister who knows the only way to unlock the sorrow in her heart and to free her mind is to take her to the mall for a fucking shopping montage classic 80s mm. and let's they li- go to the mall dude did they play girls just want to have fun in yes, uh, stranger did. things did they did it in stranger things too yes they did wow <laughs> really i feel like cindy lopper's getting royal she should be getting royalties for a thousand years. Oh, dude, I, I think that's why we haven't seen her try to like do a comeback, anything, because she's like she's getting paid forever. Me too. That song will pay for life for eternity. She like, picked the best song to have in the '80s because it will never not be used. Yeah. Jesus. It's, like, it's an '80s song, and it's like, and you could change that song and remake it, and it would still be relevant. For like a shopping montage as of right now, and it's like, yeah, this still works. You can redub this, and she still gets a royalty check off of that. And I'm like, it's a catchy fucking. This is tune. good forever. It's a catchy <laughs> tune. It's catchy as fuck. I can't, I can't front. Even as a boy, a little boy, I was like, man, this is, it's a good song for girls, man. So, <laughs> so while they're partying it up and doing all this other stuff, we have this dude straight creeping on them, watching on the cameras, folks. Cause it all, we all can have a free lunch. Got to come with a price. And we realized he has a whole click. And it's like, oh, snap, with shotguns and shit. And we get a little bit of 80s uh, sentiment before we go into this next uh, chapter in this uh, crazy-ass movie. So Samantha's butthurt about, you know, uh, Reggie digging on Hector, right? And they they get in a little weird argument. She's like, so, like, did y'all smash or what? She's like, no. So you mean to tell me y'all ain't smash? He's either a fag or a gentleman. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, okay. Okay. Pretty fucked up. Pretty. Like, you, who, who wrote You know, this? we were kind of rooting for you this whole time. And it's just like, now you brought all that, the homophobic in and in, now. In, now no, no, we're just like, you know what? Here, here in the future, we're like, you know, we're not cool with that anymore. So I like how when the creeps announced themselves on the radio. That they play the most. I don't know. I'm assuming this is a real song since the other one was, but it was really like on the nose for what was happening. Like some lyrics are like "I'm watching you" or some shit, or like "I'm creepy." It was. It was really. I can't remember what the exact words, but they were really on point. I can't wait to do some raping. I mean, pretty much. And we have this full-on gunfight. They had shotguns and they had Mac tens, and it's like. And instead of just like sneaking up on them and shooting them, oh no, they're like, we have lose something, ladies. You can find it at the lost and found. And it's like, oh, okay. It gets real. Ooh. It gets real nutty though at this point because like, while there's gunfire going off like crazy, Sam is throwing fucking shoes. Mm-hmm. And there's a moment, which I, I honestly just was bad. I literally had to pause for it and just take a moment to like realize how ludicrous this was. During this lethal, deadly shootout, Regina takes a moment to pose as a mannequin to psych them out and then begin shooting. Yeah, that makes sense. That totally makes sense. No, it does. Why, what? Why wouldn't you want to like hide completely exposed, <laughs> holding, you know, holding the only weapon because mannequins hold weapons. And it's just like, yeah. Hmm. And then shoot randomly at them, like with the most accurate of guns, the Mac 10. She's really you're definitely not, gonna like, hit where you're aiming at. How are you not taking like any like precaution that your life is in danger? Like that is the most careless, insane thing to do. Like, you're, because their she's daddy a taught them how to shoot from the fucking commando school, and like that's how Arnold shoots. He doesn't like shoot with straight lines. He like spray everything that moves. Well, to stop this insanity, because this this whole this this is like so out of out of place right now. Yeah. So 
when all this happens, we get a, we, we get a stalemate. We get a, um, a standoff because uh, Willie, we find out that's his name because he has a robe with his fucking name on it for some fucking reason. I guess the embroidery store was open. And they, yep. they just made their own stuff, whatever. So he has a robe. His name is Willie. And I, he's thought, just, I thought he, they embroidered themselves. Like that was sure, his. Sure. I don't know, dude. I don't he fucking He made know. his own clothes. They're stock boys. They were stock boys turned evil. That's yeah. their deal. They're like they're like dead rising bosses in the video game. Like that's who they are right now. Anyway, my ultimate power. <clears throat> so it's a standoff. They have the sister. Oh, they have the sister, and she has one of the goons. And the goon gets shot in the chest immediately. And his acting was terrible. He's like, "Come on, Willie, she's for real." Like, there's no kind of urgency. Willie, please save me. <laughs> yeah. So thankfully, he was killed. And we get one of the best lines in the whole movie. Uh, he's like, "I'm not crazy." I just don't give a fuck. So yeah, that was actually really nice. It's a pretty good line. Oh. Pretty good line for this movie. Pretty good line for this movie. So meanwhile, while this is happening, the tink, the think tank is looking for them, and they have matching logos for everything. And I feel like that's just a thing. I was having a Godzilla King of the Monster flashbacks for the Monarch uh, logo. I thought it was just Agents of Shield, and I was like, oh, they're Shield <laughs> agents. That makes sense. Right, so because they put it on fucking water bottles and shit, and I'm just like, why do you do that? I thought you were a secret organization. Hey man, merch is merch. They probably got like a package deal for something. They probably needed like flash drives or whatever, they like whatever a, the like equivalent a, of eighty. There's a print account, and they're just like, all the everything's only at twenty five cents per item if we just do all these things at once. Right. So we basically find out that you know Willie and his gang are all zombies. Like that's yeah. the reveal. It takes out the shades. He has g- real goopy eyes. They're zombies, and they give a whole backstory of who they are. And once we realize who they are, they immediately get murdered because the think tank ex machina. They just show up, drop everybody. There's a lot of armed guards, right? Yeah. Very crucial to remember that. Very crucial to remember they have a. Army. Like there was only six armed guards. Maybe that's all yeah. they have. So they take Regina. And they're making conversations about leaving Sam. They're like, what was that about? That's weird. Mm-hmm. But they're like, no, like, just leave Sam. Uh, Dr. White, uh, you do, you know what to do. You know, you know, you know what to do. You know what the next step is. She's already far gone because she's scratching because Sam gets rashes when she's upset. And I don't know. The world ended. So she has a fucking rash. So, um, see, I thought it was definitely like they had explicitly said that the old projector film was like a. It used to be like a steel safe. That's why it's solid steel. That was the whole conversation. Mm-hmm. But she went into like the bunk, the like the shed. And I was like, oh, so she was just surrounded by thin, maybe aluminum metal, not real steel. And I was like, okay, so maybe it was a weaker sense of steel or it wasn't completely enclosed. Right, right, right. right and right. so she got a slower dose of whatever the red sky was. You know, and I was but like, no, okay, no. so like she's slowly being infected that's what the scratching is i'm like oh shit that's coming back like she's gonna be she's gonna go full-on zombie sometime at the end of this movie in the back of my head i was thinking that but at the same time like uh, like the box of a truck isn't like is, is equivalent to a shed honestly yeah and i was like so the box truck didn't kill him either so i was like maybe i'm just crazy no no maybe the movie's just stupid so yeah, maybe it's just stupid i was a little i was kind of flipped out by this though because uh Sam gets fucking euthanized by the doctor. And I was like, honestly taken aback because that was pretty hardcore. Like, she told her it was going to be fine. Cole completely lied to her. Like, oh, that's going to help you with your, you know, you might be exposed. This will help cure you. It's all fine. She was smiling and went out happily. And I was like, oh, that's so sad. You know what I mean? Like, I was really, like, kind of hurt by that. So the problem I had with this was, like, okay, either this is very bad acting or what you put in her isn't like either the most potent lethal injection I've ever seen because real lethal injection doesn't happen that way either. It like, like the real stuff they give you, they give you a saline drip first, then a sedative to knock your completely body out. And then the poison, the poison straight actually causes convulsions and the body to twitch. And like, so the sedative is supposed hey, to knock you completely out. Randy, what? this movie was made in 1984. But I'm saying it's like there were still lethal injections made in 1984 and like the comet made kaleidoscope colors and uh, people can't act. And I'm just saying I was like the writing, the writing. This is like there was a double wake up from dream death 
for no reason in this movie, Randy. And but you're even here, like, even in James you really Bond think movies somebody's where you gonna, feel him like, oh. ah. You're giving, like, you're giving them too much credit. You're giving them way like too much. Grown, like, oh, no, God. you're insane. You're insane. You're insane. Moving on. Moving on. So I like how Man. I like how there's this weird standoff between it made no like this whole insurrection made no sense between White and her uh, associate who was paranoid of her. And I like how he's like trying to like calm her down, but it's clearly motioning towards the gun. Right. Like in the most like you really think that's working, bro? Like you doing magician hands towards your gun like she doesn't think you're going to try to shoot her, you fucking retard? What are you doing? So he dies, thankfully. Yeah. But I was still confused. I'm like, what is happening? None of this makes fucking sense. And Hector goes back to the radio station. <laughs> this didn't make no sense to me. I was like, okay, <laughs> so we're introducing a new character now? Like, right, because the there's a whole other car. Like he basically Hector steals a car and dresses up as Santa. He has roses. I guess he just had a really cool fuck scenario in his head. He's like, I'm gonna show up as Santa. I'm gonna give these yeah, roses, like, and I'm gonna bang like, both this these. This is a shit. whole new character who just shows up out of nowhere, and I was like, "Oh no, it's Hector! Why did he do a costume change? Why like, does he? Why did he steal why, several costumes? We're gonna talk about this. this. There's a lot about Hector that bothers me. There's a lot about Hector. <laughs> Hector is a serial killer, dude. I, Why did you not get shot? Like, there's another side movie where Hector's like he fought to get the costumes <laughs> and shit, <laughs> and the car, bro. It's so had much. A whole fear of the Walking Dead moment. Like, there's like another three episode series where Hector <laughs> just like. It's just so weird. He shows up all hype. Like, what's up, bitches? I'm back. Even though I found out my family's dead, I'm still in a fucking hype mood. It's Christmas. Let's get down. Who's sucking my dick first? Whoa. That was on point. Sorry. No, no, that's funny. So um, he comes across Dr. White, who's just sitting there, and she like kind of rambles on a bit and then just suicides yourself and she dies exactly how sam dies you shut your mouth and she's wearing cool cool kid shades okay which makes it all funnier she's like oh by the way you are a cute santa claus i thought she was like going zombie mode she was going zombie already mode. No, she was going zombie mode yeah that's what like, the shades are for the easy way out would be a sedative and then she wouldn't be she would be less of a threat if she was already knocked out. No, shut up, for. scientist Randy. God damn. Shut up. You should, you should be in the fucking think tank. Shut your mouth. I'm, I'm, I'm done with you. Moving on. I'm just saying. At She's least if dead I'm now. in the think tank, I'll be like, hey, let's let's do a check again. Everything cleared? Okay. That's good. That's good. Wait. Are the ventilation shafts still open? What the fuck yeah, are you course. doing? Turn how, them all off. How else are we going to breathe, dude? Air tightness, bitch. That's literally what killed them. They didn't seal the fucking bunker. That was the, like, really? Really, guys? Yeah, I don't care if you have the Dutch oven us all. I'd rather have like Brett stinky uh, popcorn farts than die horrible clay dusting death. Right. So... That's that's the deal, right? So they, they somebody made a big fuck up, and like the scientists are, are slowly decaying. Cause that's the deal. Everyone eventually turns to dust. That's what we find out. So you, even though they're zombies, they're technically not zombies. They're just on their way out to become dust, even though they're murderous. Whatever. Yeah. So with all that bullshit happening, we find out that Regina's being questioned because they're gonna bleed her like a fucking um, pig. They're gonna basically put her in a coma and just harvest her blood to make a serum. They're going to drain her of her essence as they make her watch the crystal. And then they're going <laughs> to use that to stay young for a little bit longer. Drain her. But, um, drain her! so they're asking her all these fucking questions. We find out that, uh, you know, Regina's kind of loosey goosey. You know, she, she do a lot of fucking. Yeah. A lot of fucking. You pregnant? <laughs> Thank God I'm not. I had a couple of uh, scares though. Like, whoa, Reggie. Uh, sometimes. Jesus, Reggie. We learned you a know. lot about Reggie. Nothing four hundred dollars couldn't fix. Oh wow, wow, wow! Moving all the way on. Let's jump past this shit. So, the kids are next, right? So, like, they're gonna like get these kids and fucking uh, you know, put them down. And they're like, these two nurses are just pieces of shit. These are the worst fucking human beings on earth. It's a lot of random shit. We're just gonna look. This entire think tank sequence is just retarded. So basically, the whole thing is, really is. everyone's in danger. Uh, they're pretty much fucked and then like one of the doctors hit her with the hard news that her sister's fucking dead and just left her to fucking marinate on that shit and I'm like that's that's a harsh way to deliver that kind of news but here's the deal guys don't worry the cavalry has came and it's 
Hector dressed as a goddamn cowboy. And he's in full character. Yeah. And he sees a guard and he's like, hey, you like girls? And the guard is like, yeah. <laughs> and he walks up to him, not shooting him a billion times because I would, I would kill him immediately for no reason. He opens the trunk mm-hmm. to show what I thought was Samantha's dead body. He's like, that girl's dead. First of all, you, you should have shot him instead of having that conversation. He's like, no, he's not. She was hit with sodium parathol. And I'm like, how Truth, the fuck? Sir? Thank you. Because I knew I heard that. I was like, what? So, yeah, this bitch is alive. But how did he know that that's what was in her body? Or maybe he didn't know. And that's why he, he said true serum instead. I don't. Long story short, Samantha's not dead. We get a third death fake out for Samantha. Mm-hmm. And the plan to defeat the guard is to throw the guard in the trunk with a adolescent girl. And she wins somehow. Because she's like, super, she went on super strong. Sure. For some reason. Sure. Because she's part zombie. Whatever. So she breaks in. All the plot armored. She breaks. Oh, she got all the plot armor. Because she breaks in and kills the power, thus killing um, all of the bodies that were in comas on a -hmm. on a life support. They're all dead. They lose all their fucking bodies and shit. So they're panicking, trying to put the little girls down and get Regina. Right. Right. While this is happening outside, Hector is rigging one car, one car, I tell you. One car with dynamite to explode. The entire this is a think tank base where there's an elite squad of twelve people apparently. Yeah. So the smartest men left on the planet can fit into one car. <laughs> so uh, I'm just trying to get this over with. So they save the children, right? Right. Reggie. Only seconds after realizing that her sister's dead, just sees her sister back again. And she's like, oh, I'm fine. And I have a spunky attitude, even though we're doing a military base assault. And um, they all get in the car, and, they, and, and the kids and everybody, and they're, and they're about to drive away. But Hector stops the car to stay in character, to give them the finger so they can get in the car, even though they were going to get in the car no matter what. To chase after the blood bags, but okay. But he stops because he wants to watch these people die because he's a fucking murderer dude i'm telling you how does he know how to do this now i love when they get in the car that's on episode two of hector walks back (laughs) i love how the the one actual smart person from the think tank gets in the car and he's like yo i smell gasoline but it's too late because the head bastard is in full zombie mode and he turns the ignition killing every person that was left apparently somehow some way in that one vehicle. Hector's loving it. And then we cut to some time passing. Oh my God. Where. We're all dressed up. And taking photos. Because prosperity I guess. Reasons. And, and they made this comment about like you know. Respecting the crosswalk. Because you know they're the last bit of civilization. And I guess. The fact that nobody's blood related works out. When that time comes I guess. So cool. When they have to start things back up. And, you know, Sam has always, you know, Sam has been butthurt this whole time because she's never had a penis of her own. Reggie always gets the dicks. Always. What is she going to do? And then we have this random survivor who almost hits her with his car. And they're into each other. I was expecting a bus. I was really expecting a bus. I was hoping a bus would hit her and it was going to be credits. I was hoping to God. But instead, she gets a premier dick from a Kirk Cameron lookalike and they hit it off yep. immediately and like instead of them being paranoid about newcomers and shit like in Walking Dead where it's like you know it's a big deal when a new person shows up as a survivor how did you survive this long who did you kill what have you done you know what I mean none of that mm-hmm. none of that she's oh I love you Carl I got 27 of them because I've been you know I'm living life to the fullest <laughs> because I've been bashing people's skull in and taking them back to my base right and he's like, oh, you want to roll? And she's like, hell yeah. And they're like, well, bring her back by midnight. And it's like, what? And what? before you get upset, people who haven't watched this, before you get concerned of how can you trust this dude? How can we close this movie? How can we just stop this and walk away with all the confidence she's going to be A-OK? They asked what his name was. And it was the widest name of all time. 
like Dean, blah, 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 Keaton, some bullshit, right? But guys. Dean, Marine, Keaton or something. Some shit like that. But guys, don't worry. His initials, DMK. He was the guy that got the score in Tempest in the beginning of the movie, guys. It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry. We we closed that loop. We answered that question that you guys were giving so much of a fuck of about, you know, back in the beginning of the movie, guys. So, the end. Go doesn't, that doesn't stop him from being a psychopath. Bro, so much of this. Dexter was really good at other things, too. Uh, this, this is the end. That's it. That's it. You're the Vitalis. You're the Vitalis. Dude, I was... Sure. I was flabbergasted when I saw that. I was just like, really, guys? Okay. Go fuck me. Fuck me then. Right? Danny Mason Keener. I was like, what the Christ? I'm Danny Mason Keener. My God. We're just out of time, guys. Let's find out how many people were horribly murdered in this movie. Let's get into our body count. That body count. That body count. Random Randy Savage. I went with five billion. <laughs> That's fair. Because <laughs> the whole planet's dead. Oh, man. I'll die. Yep, yep, yep. All right, guys. Time to talk about our favorite subject, the nudity. Let's get skin deep. It's about to get skin deep. I just want to see a little feet. Just show me that boy. Ladies and gentlemen, we have absolutely nothing. We just have a scantily clad 29-year-old woman uh, in her drawers ready to take a whole bath. And she dies immediately, and we get no type of boobage. Very sorry. Um... Alright guys, time for the really tough ass question. Let's find out who our favorite character in the movie. Who is our shining star? Let's get to our Joe Grizzly recipient. Let me introduce myself. I'm Joe Grizzly, bitch. Renner Randy Savage. Who is your Joe Grizzly? So my Joe Grizzly is gonna be Hector. That's fair. The, I mean, he won't kill kids, even as a zombie. And I was like, that I can find that admirable. And the fact that you are the last dick on earth. Yeah, why not? Sure, bro. You do that. You repopulate the whole world in your brownness. <laughs> I'm going to have to give it to Doris, man. You don't let your kids slap you in the fucking mouth. You just don't do that. Doris did exactly what the fuck she was supposed to do. She punched that bitch into next week. She punched her so hard that she saved her life. Oh, that's if, fair. if Doris enabled that behavior, bro. Old girl would have saw that comment and been fucking dust. Yeah. She steered her in the right direction. Cause she didn't she didn't run away. She hid in the shed and threw that knockout punch. She hid in the shed in fear of getting punched in the face yet again. So shout out to you, Doris. You <laughs> not sparing the rod. Um God damn, it's final very time, guys. Knee pads slippers. What that means for our newest listeners. If we truly enjoy this movie, we'll give it a maximum of two knee pads. Or we fall to the worst position, given the movie is just due. Or if we think this movie is a flaming pile of garbage, we slide on two hater slippers where we silently judge um, the neighbors across the street that are clearly uh, having salacious affairs and doing nothing about it because it ain't our fucking business. Randy Randy Savage. Knee pads and slippers. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and give this movie one hater slipper. It's it's bad. It's bad, but it ain't it ain't too bad. It's bad though. It's like there are other movies that are like this. Like so, I Am Legend. You can watch that one. You could watch the Night of the Living Dead, the Return of the Night of the Living Dead. That one's fine. Uh, you want to Mad Max? It's pretty good. I was thinking of like. Blank check if you want to see a kid have a shopping spray. Uh, I'm just like, there are other movies kind of spawn, like Inception. We have the dream within the dream within the dream. So I'm like, okay, we can watch that one again. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Two hater slippers for me. This movie uh, is technically boring, and god damn, is it all over the fucking place. 
and i've seen other movies that are much better than this and this is just it's like they took pieces of like great movies and then just smashed them into one shit film like i rather watch i watch killbots all day than this that's fair it's just not it's not a tight movie it's just not a, it's not a wild type movie like this was a very big letdown for me i was hoping for like if it was gonna be cheesy i was hoping for like the best kind of cheese and they just didn't do it like if it would have was if it was like more moments of the mall like with like villains like willie you know what i mean like if they were like trying to get from point a to point b coming across crazy people who were changed by the comet that survived i'd be down with that but it just didn't come off like that. i don't know i was, I was kind of hoping for a bird box situation a little bit you know where it's like they're trying to get to the safe location and shit I'm right like, okay if that's the movie we're playing with and then so we got to go through zombie infested territory to get to the safe house and yeah but fuck this movie so sorry guys but we can take this one off the wall for old school cult classics I don't know why this is a classic though. maybe it's just cheesy maybe it's cheesy but like I don't know it's, it's certain things I could see that can like resonate and stick like, like uh, just old like the outfit like the, the cheerleader outfit uh, bullshit like that but I'm just not I'm not, I'm not into this movie I'll, I'll never watch that's it that's what I was thinking about. I was thinking about Lollipop Chainsaw Maybe that's yeah what yeah that's exactly yeah the same color scheme yeah that's what an outfit like reminded me of mm. I, I forgot about that game Jesus well that's it man um, you got any uh, shout outs or any uh... so um, I'm supposed to be reading this comic um, Witch Hunter mm-hmm. for uh, for New York Comic Con because I'm getting like a press package if I get read it. So oh, wow. um, I'm gonna start reading that now. It's gonna be awesome. Um, getting an exclusive to read that. Hopefully, talk about it later. Cool. But, cool. Um, yeah, it's gonna be cool. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah, man. Shout out to the uh, Geek World All Stars, the Movie Pod Squad, the H uh, Town Pods, the Castaways. Shout out to all you guys, all our homies. Um, and yeah, we're uh, going to be a pandemic. Uh, shout out to uh, White Cup Entertainment. They're gonna be. We're gonna be doing a Fanfest pot did so that's gonna be cool we're gonna have to try to cobble together some kind of game plan on what to do for that i am very nervous as far as what the fuck are we gonna do <laughs> gonna be amazing it's gonna be awesome it's gonna be awesome i just need to think it's been it's been a tough day guys this tropical depression we went through was the worst i was stranded i was going one direction just like this movie and i freaked out and veered off to the side and just trash trash and garbage I was more like Sam. I was like, eh, everything's happening around me. I'm okay. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, guys, uh, we'll catch you guys next time. Uh, sorry that we lied saying that we were going to do a uh, Patreon pour up, but I got my days mixed up. But we're doing it next week, and it's going to be Jackie Brown. Shout out to Jamal. He's the one that picked it. Appreciate you, bro, Ham. So uh, don't yeah. fuck with our levels, and we'll catch you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs>